Hello and welcome to another episode of Ships of the Trek Universe. I'm Brandon, your host for this collab podcast with Hero Collector and of course the executive producer and host of Ship Talking Pod. But I'm very excited. I've got my two favorite guys back from Hero Collector, Ben Robinson and John Ainsworth here again for another episode. Gents, I, I know the answer to this, but uh, how in the Trek Universe are you? <laughs> the same as ever. Overworked. <laughs> <laughs> how about yourself, John? Yes, busy, busy making more ships oh yes. more ships what you don't say <laughs> isn't that amazing to say you've made a career out of making star trek ships like how cool is that yeah, i think my seven-year-old self would not believe it i i you're telling me like even doing a <laughs> podcast about it it's it's so much fun and ben obviously like everyone knows you've been in the game for a long time uh, oh my gosh yeah. back to fact files and everything but do you still love star trek even though you work on it so much yeah i mean i i did have i admit that maybe 18 years ago, yeah. I had a moment of feeling a bit jaded. Okay. Um, a bit when I thought, yeah, I'm not sure I need to watch this. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's this extraordinary privilege. I mean, I've, you know, one of those, those things that go around on Facebook where people like saying, oh, tell people three cool things you've done, you know. And I'm <laughs> like, oh, well, I'm sat in Cisco's chair on, uh, yeah. on Deep Space Nine. Um, I've walked in the TARDIS little bit of uh show hopping yep, um, yeah um yeah. and actually chatty picard is a very nice place to visit i went to the the set for that beautiful set and everyone used to go down there just because i would chill out and enjoy themselves that's amazing i um i i envy you both but at the same time i i love being an outsider and watching all the work you're doing so keep it up but um we're gonna get into some ship talking today and this one is actually a big one and when i say big one it's a big ship mm -hmm. um so we're talking about the romulan flagship which made its debut at the end of season one of picard we're keeping on the picard train but uh spoiler alert we're gonna be moving back into some discovery very soon and uh, but you know, this was Commander O's ship, giant ship. Been reading the magazine. Super cool to see how the design came to be. But Ben, you know the whole story. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about the ship and, and how this actually came to be what we saw? So regular listeners will know that in the beginning, there were loads of Romulan ships that attacked Mars. Mm -hmm. uh, and this would have been one of them. Yep. Um, uh, it was going to be like the kind of regular um, Romulan warbird. Um, they're quite difficult to name all these different Romulan ships, uh, but it would have had a different paint job. Mm. Um, so the original intention was that it would be the same design, um, but looked different. And then there's quite a lot we know about that ship that was designed into it yeah. that we never actually got to see on screen. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's been, it's been cool to see how it kind of takes shape in, in the magazine. If you actually look at this one and uh, issue 10, which we'll be talking about in a little bit, this one's issue eight. Um, it looked like maybe the original designs for what became 10 actually evolved into this flagship. And obviously we only got to see it a little bit. We know Commander O, you know, who was that, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it yet, was that a kind of double operative inside Starfleet that all of a sudden showed up, of course, as the commander of this flagship. Uh, but it's really cool to see how it how it developed and i love you know the approach that john john eves who was on the last episode of course took to actually bring this to what we saw and it's such a cool ship and we, we of course didn't get to see many angles of it um but of course you bring it to life and john i know you work on getting those models ready do you remember anything about this one in specific i remember 
having to keep reminding myself which way forward it goes because it's one of those ships that because the wings are sort of pointed in the opposite way that it goes if that makes yeah. sense and so we have to it's the blunt end is the front not the pointy end so <laughs> that was my my challenge uh sort of making sure that it, it, it goes on its stand the back way around etc yeah i remember seeing these photos so i know you've done a star trek online line of ships and one of the ships that came into the game very early on was this one they called it the dalkina i know they come up with their own names i forget exactly what it means um, but it's interesting for this one, and, and I know we've kind of talked about it when we've talked about other ships, they didn't have a lot of class names to them. Um, they were just Romulan flagship, Romulan vessel, Romulan bomber. But Ben, any kind of behind the scenes or insight you can provide to this one and how you know they decided that this actually became the flagship? Well, the, the idea was that there was this fleet that was going to be attacking Mars, um, and they figured there would be two different designs of ship that were in there. Um, and one of them, this one, was, well, this I say this one, what was originally <laughs> designed to be this one, what will be our Archie 10, as you say, uh, Johnny was designed to look like a condor. Mm-hmm. So he wanted it to have this very traditional Romulan bird idea going on. Um, and at the time, they were like, oh, one of them will be the flagship. And they assumed that there wasn't a budget or a need to create a different ship as the flagship. Yeah. So what they did was they took the design of the, the Romulan Condor, as it was, and then looked at different ways they could have differentiated it from the other ships. So uh, the way Eve's designed it, it had um, maybe gold wings on the top or red wings on the top, you know, the kind of classic Romulan bird decals. Mm. Um, and when the art department sent it off to the visual effects team, that's what they thought it was going to look like. Um, and then the entire sequence at the beginning with Mars got completely reimagined and the the Romulan attack on a planet got moved to the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when the art department sat down to watch it, they discovered that the visual effects team had gone off and built an entirely new ship. Well, not entirely new because they <laughs> used the bits and pieces uh, from the different ships that John had offered them up as part of this Romulan fleet. Yeah. One of the things I enjoy about working on, on all of these ships, not not just this one, is that, you know, we start with the actual the model itself and it's only later that the, the magazine comes along, mm-hmm. which in this case Ben Ben will have worked on. And so it's at that point you get to see all these original sketches of, of how the ship evolved, um, which is great really because it's like something you're, sort of, you're finding out the background behind the ship that you've been working on for quite a long time by then. Uh, so it's quite interesting to see something that you've already become very familiar with. Um, for this particular model, it was relatively straightforward. I think we had to spend a little bit of time getting the... The, the green, the dark green on the edges of the wings. Oh. Right, right. It was a little bit too. Um, I mean, something we have that we play around with how much how weathered the ships are. Sometimes you know, you, sometimes the weathering can be too extreme. You know, more than mm. it actually appeared. So that's sometimes we have to pull back on that. Or at the same time, you don't want to make sure they look too clean and too smooth. Yeah, because that tends to make them look more more toy like. Okay. Um, so it's a balance between too weathered and no weathered at all, basically. One of the the great things about the magazine is that you often find out things that they intended to show mm. on the show, but they didn't actually get a chance to. Yes, right, okay. And on, particularly on this one, there was going to be this shot where you saw O in her kind of ready room. Oh! Oh! Ah! And there was going to be this shot that panned around from the ready room, on the, from the outside of the ship, so you would see through the window, see her in the ready room. Okay. And it would pan around until you saw the bridge. 
Uh, and that was the whole set was designed with that in mind. But obviously, when it came to it, they didn't actually shoot it. The other thing that you'll see from the concept art, uh, which is true on some of the other Roman ships as well, is that it was designed to bombard the surface of the planet. Mm. So there's like a this kind of blaster bay on, on the underside of the ship in the original designs. This is before the VFX team modified it. So who knows whether the VFX version does this or not. But it had this kind of whole battery of, uh, well, I was going to say phases, but they're Romulans, so they'd be disruptors, <laughs> uh, in the belly that would fire down on the planet to uh, rain destruction on those poor androids. Oh, I would have loved to see that. You android-hating man! <laughs> <laughs> and that's also what's so great about the magazines, is you really get to see, you know, how the design came to life, and you get some behind-the-scenes stuff, which is really awesome. And uh, you don't just get that physical model in your hand that you can set up on your shelf, but you've got the magazine that goes along with it and i i used to subscribe to the main collection when i lived in the states i i got i think before i moved to ireland i got 110 of them and i read every single one of those magazines because it's really cool to not only learn about the ship but to see how it came to be and with all of these ships from picard and discovery and upcoming shows as well that we're going to cover here it's a great opportunity to learn more about them get behind the scenes and also see them in full 3d and you know all the different sides and the colors which you don't get to see up on screen it's understandable why we don't but you give us that opportunity um so i i really appreciate all the all the hard work you put into this um, and the magazines are a lot of fun um well i i know we've been covering picard quite a bit but i'm excited to say that uh with our next episode after this one as always we give a little spoiler of what's to come but we're going back to discovery and we're going to be talking about the demos class section 31 ship which was part of the battle against ai control so you won't want to miss that one a very cool ship of course course we'll have more episodes coming out about ships from picard discovery and of course strange new worlds once it comes out and in the meantime until those episodes come out you can of course watch all of the news from hero collector on the social media channels ben do you want to remind us what those are and so if you search for us as hero collector on uh, twitter uh, and on facebook you should be able to find us from no trouble and was always more on instagram coming every week it's really really great to see and twitter too i've seen a lot of cool stuff going up and john will you remind everyone where they can purchase the models and the magazines or subscribe to the collection? Sure. Anyone who wants to purchase or subscribe can go to herocollector.com forward slash Star Trek Universe. That they can. And of course, for Ship Talking Pod, go to shiptalkingpod.com. You get all the details and links to this and all of our other shows. We're also on Twitter at Ship Talking Pod. And do make sure you give us a follow there. As with every episode we put out for this collection line, we put out a giveaway of the model and the magazine to anyone following us. So there is a chance for you to win so keep an eye out for that and of course ship talking pod is also on patreon in return for your support which makes everything we do possible we provide special benefits including expanded episodes of our main pod you get to chat with guests who have been on our show through the discord channel special patron only giveaways and so much more head to patreon.com ship talking pod for those details john ben as always such a pleasure thank you both so much for joining us thank you so much to our listeners and we will catch you on the next episode bye bye Thank you. Bye. So, secret Romulan stuff. Ooh, secret. Yeah. I give you two pieces, actually. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, the Tal Shire are named after, at least in part, the martial art 
that Sarek uses in Journey to Babel. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's a master of Tal Shire, uh-huh. which is how the Tal Shiar got their name. Huh. Uh, the other thing um, I, I like about Romulans is there's a secret Romulan in Star Trek's past, or at least half a Romulan. Oh. So it's never stated officially on screen, but originally uh, Sabic is meant to be half Romulan. Really? And that's why she's a little bit emotional. Ah. That's why she plays with her hair in the uh, turbo lift with Kirk. She is, uh, and why she cries, actually, at the end of uh, Star Trek II. Huh. So the original intention was that she is actually, originally, originally, uh, Spock's daughter. Wow. Uh, and that she she was the Romulan commander from uh, the Enterprise incident, had uh, impregnated herself with Spock's DNA mm-hmm. and grown Savick in a test tube, we guess, or a very big test tube, because she's quite a grown-up woman. Wow. Um, so that's, that's your first Romulan in Starfleet. Wow. Like Admiral O. Isn't the half Romulan stuff it's still in the novelisation, I think, isn't it? I think. Yeah, it was. I mean, there's a load of stuff. I mean, Savick, we could do a whole podcast on Savick. <laughs> Savick, is a, Savick is a really interesting character. Um, but Savick comes from an early draft of Star Trek II, which was very, very different, mm. uh, long before Nick Meyer got involved. And it was very much about a kind of passing of the generations thing. So you had... Kirk's son and Spock's daughter, and they were going to be the kind of new members of the crew, as it were. Um, and at that point, you have this idea that Savik is this half, half woman and half Vulcan character. Look at that. See, everyone, this is why you listen to the end of all the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Secret Romulan stuff. 